This is from the Kutte Sichas, Chelek Yud Beis, Volume 12, Parsha Shemini, the first Sicha. This week we learn about the two sons of Aharon, Nadav and Avihu, two holy individuals who were inspired to get very close to Hashem. And the Torah describes how they died inside the, the Beis Amigda, inside the Mishkan, inside the temple for having acted in, inappropriately in, in the temple, and more particularly for having entered into the Mishkan under the influence of wine, which is forbidden. And also for having decided to do a procedure in the Mishkan without having consulted with, with Moshe Rabbeinu, with their, with their Rebbe Moshe. As much as the Torah talks about them having acted inappropriately, it's clear from the words and the context that these people were very, very holy, very special. In fact, they're even compared to family members of Hashem himself, the closest relationship that a person can have with Hashem on a revealed level. And yet, despite their lofty stature, or maybe because of their lofty stature, a slight, uh, a slight uh, defect in the way they carried out their beautiful service caused their death in that, in that untimely way. But there are tremendous lessons to be learned from these two very special people. And one of the lessons that we can learn is that even somebody as great as Nadav or Avihu, even a Jew who is a great, tremendous Torah scholar and a big tzaddik in his own right or in her own right. Uh, even such a person should never feel that it's unnecessary to take direction and leadership from somebody else, to have a Rebbe, to have a teacher, to have a guide. There is nobody who is too lofty to be taking direction from somebody else, to be taking instruction from a Rebbe. And even if a person knows everything, even if a person already knows all the laws and knows all of the ins and outs, even if they're holding on a great level like these tzaddikim, Nadav and Aviyu, Hashem expects each and every one of us to have a Rebbe and to, uh, and to follow the Rebbe's directions and the Rebbe's guidance. And so Nadav and Aviyu, even though they were so great, they were expected that they should consult with Moshe first, with Moshe, and that they should follow his directions. And another lesson that can be learned is that the Torah does not object to them having been under the influence of wine, only objecting to the fact that they were under the influence of wine while they were inside the Mishkan. The influence of wine, metaphorically speaking, wine, Kabbalistically, is a symbol of wisdom, Torah wisdom. You, that The wisdom that you can extract out of the Torah, like the wine that you can extract out of a grape. The fact that they were under the influence of wine means proverbially that they were that they were under the influence of the wisdom the, the wisdom that they had gained and that they had acquired. And in general, the Torah obviously wants the Jewish people to be full of wisdom and to be brimming over with wisdom from the Torah. The Torah expects us to throw ourselves in with everything we've got into learning the Torah, understanding the Torah, using all of our faculties, including our intelligence and our uh, power to uh, analyze, to study the Torah and to understand it. The problem with Nadav and Aviyu is that they took that wisdom and that power of analysis and that power of intelligence and understanding, they took it into the Mishkan. Going into the Mishkan is not like learning the Torah. 
going into the Mishkan, going into Hashem's private space, this is more compared to prayer, to davening. And when a person comes to pray, when a person comes to daven, he needs to shed his personality that he had during the Torah study, where you need to be present and you need to be involved and you need to be, uh, you need to use your power of thought and intelligence to learn. That all needs to be shed when you go to daven, when you go to pray, because for davening you need to assume a whole new identity, and that is one of complete humility and selflessness and devotion in front of Hashem. So the problem was that they took the they took the uh, aura. They took the mood of Torah study and used it for davening. They took their their presence of mind and took it into davening, where in davening you're supposed to be completely selfless. So these are the lofty lessons to be learned from some very lofty people. The proper place and the proper application of human intelligence in the life of a Jew, to apply it strongly and relentlessly to the study of Torah, and then to be able to put it aside on a moment's notice when it comes to davening, when it comes to humility before God.